Hello, Probers. Howdy, howdy. Lend us your ears this good day for another episode of But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast hosted by two former MIBs. We've chosen to leave the organization by mutual force, similar to how Jeff used to exit the Banks household, <laughs> and for good reason. <laughs> we want you, yes, all of you listening to know the truth so from a secret bunker here at extraterrestrial towers we again bring you the truth which may just be our opinions which we've looked at as facts i'm your host for this week's probe moonwalker and i'm joined by the rugged looking gray beard if i was describing to you folks i'd say he looks like popeye with a gray beard and we all know how he really got those forearms You sound like Donald Duck masturbating. So you got those forearms. By jerking off Donald Duck. (laughs) Today we're going back to the 50s. And we're going to probe the events claimed by Samuel Eaton Thompson. I've never heard of him. Neither had I. So these events didn't garner much attention. Happy while I haven't heard of him. <laughs> it happened to be publicised in a local newspaper on April 1st, 1950. Oh no. Either it just happened to be rather unfortunate, or we see what the editor thought of the whole event. April Fools. This may have lent most to believe that the story wasn't true. You've not started me out on the best footing here. <laughs> Let's begin, shall we? We shall. And right off the bat, we have a date for your diaries, Probers. On the evening of March the 28th, which was actually 4.25 in the morning, on a Thursday to be exact, the little old moonwalker (laughs) was born. Little me would have been mooncrawler, or little moon. In the 50s. (laughs) (laughs) The little moon then became a full moon. Evolved into mooncrawler. And then second evolution into Moonwalker. And this isn't even my final form. Yours? What's your final form? You haven't got there yet. Even you don't know. No. <laughs> Yours, however, went from grey pube to grey bush <laughs> to grey beard. So, enough of our evolutions. March so 20... <laughs> so I've hit my final form? Yeah. So I've got higher stats than you, son. Yeah, boy! No comebacks, no comebacks. And I'm a legendary. <laughs> Biatch! <laughs> <laughs> No room for you to grow. Brazilian? (laughs) So March 28th, 1950, Mr. Samuel Eaton Thompson, a retired railroad worker, just happened to be driving home to his place in Centralia, which is in Washington, when he came across a large flying saucer in the woods. He timed that well. Timed that very well. Have you ever had to drive through the woods? <laughs> what you were going to ask if I'd ever come across a flying saucer. <laughs> if you haven't, haven't told me, then no. Uh, I question our friendship. I question my masturbation policies. <laughs> Just going to a forest to jack one off. <laughs> so have you ever had to drive through the woods regularly to get somewhere? Is that even a thing? Probers, can you let us know if that's a thing? Or was that a thing in the 50s? I don't ever think driving through a woods to get somewhere. Not around where we live. There are woods we can drive to to go walk around, but not woods you have to drive through because there are roads. Exactly. And maybe the roads weren't as 
developed in the 50s. Feels pretty recent though. According to Thompson, the saucer was large, roughly 80 foot wide and 30 foot tall. With little spurts on it. Thompson says that he (laughs) saw something. (laughs) So Thompson says that he saw something in which I refuse to repeat the descriptors used by Thompson. So two children were playing (laughs) in front of the saucer's entrance ramp. Does he not like children? Or have you just chosen bleeps? I've chosen bleeps. Okay. God, I'm curious about what he said now. (laughs) I'm not repeating it. So you're just going to have to take the bleeps. Gosh darn it. Was he a bit of a dick? I think calling him a dick would have been an understatement. (laughs) Okay. So we've got a reliable man here. (laughs) Did you say how old he was? I don't think I did. He was retired though. Yeah, so I guess he's... I don't know what the retirement age was back then, whether he took early retirement, but... Okay, let's estimate above 50. Yeah. And an asshat who drives through woods and likes to talk about children. Okay, continue. Thompson says that he then approached the craft. As he got closer, he could feel a strong heat coming from the craft. I assume it's like when you open an oven that's been on for ages and you get blasted in the face by the heat. I do that every week, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) I always think to myself, I'm not going to do that again. And then next time I cook something, it happens again. I just never remember. (laughs) It's a real problem for me. Several deeply turned naked humanoid adults then proceeded to walk out of the craft's door. How does he know it's a tan, not their natural colour? Maybe that's just the description he used. Hmm. Thompson must have had a balaclava, because without saying a word, they realised that he meant them no harm. When they came upon this revelation, they signalled him towards them. Come over here! He says that the crew consisted... (laughs) I feel like this one's about to get crazy. (laughs) ...of 20 adults and 25 children. Bloody hell. With the children varying in age from 5 to 15. How the hell does he know how old the children are just by looking at them when he's never seen this species before? I can't tell you how he does. He's got a keen eye. Very keen eye. My gosh. The keenest of keen eyes. Keen. Captain Keen Eye. If he was a Pokemon, he'd be called Keen Eye. (laughs) What would his... Special move be? Keen Eye. (laughs) Leer. Thompson Astonish. <laughs> Thompson claimed to have spent the next 40 hours with the beings who turned out to be Venusians. Uh, this is about the time period where Venusians were really popular, actually. They had decided to land on Earth to create goodwill with the humans, despite other Venusian crafts being shot down by the Earth's military. It's also consistent with Venusian theory, as we've covered. Thompson says that he wanted to take someone else to the ship, but they wouldn't allow it. They spoke English, but their vocabulary wasn't expansive, and they also spoke in a language he couldn't understand. This is big news. If other crafts have been shot down by our military, then that means there's more crafts out there that have possibly been shot and experimented on. Earth Military 2 is that just US? Obviously to them it's just Earth, but if it's not just the US and other militaries around the world, then it's possible we've been lied to by every single military in the world. I mean, that could... The world! (laughs) Okay, the world. Lying bastards. You're very against the military today? Very against being lied to. Okay, fair point. So this would suggest that Venusians 
are potentially many, if not all, of the crafts that have been like Roswell, Rendlesham. Not all, but, but many. Uh, many. Yeah. I was going to say, do you reckon they all look the same? But that's a silly thing because not all our crafts look the same. So I shouldn't expect that of somewhere else. Nope. Hmm. Same with um, how we don't all look the same. Venusians can all look different as well. He didn't actually describe what they look like. He just said they look Tall like how and age, didn't he? Like some, the children are between five and 15. For him to be able to estimate that, tanned you'd skin, expect like that. that they would be quite human looking, wouldn't you? That's also quite consistent with what we covered in the past. I'm thinking Valiant Thor, although he was more pale than tanned, wasn't he? I can't even remember now. So long ago, when we were little, when you were just a moon crawler, when you were a great <laughs> bitch. Okay, carry on my wayward son. According to these Venusians, our problems in the world stem from astrology and the fact that we were born under different star signs, whilst Venusians were all born under one star sign, the sign of Venus, and so was Thompson. What? Let's take a look at your sign, shall we? Wait, can I just ask? Go for it. Does that mean they were all born in the same month? This is exactly <laughs> what went through my mind. Every single person like, on the hold planet. On. Do, does, are they controlled? Do you just have one sign or? Are they controlled to the extent by their ruling powers, if they have them, that they can only breed at one time of year? Like so they're, they're all that, born within a spread. Sar- <laughs> they're that far advanced. They realise that being born in this particular month bred the most docile of like peaceful people who don't retaliate when their crafts are shot down so i can't see this civilization (laughs) going far to be honest well maybe maybe that's the wrong way to look at it maybe we're the ones that won't go far because we're shooting them down so let's take a look at your sign shall we graybeard the libra element air quality cardinal cardinal sinner (laughs) color pink and green green for aliens hell yeah day friday ruler venus Ooh. wait one planet picking minute are you a venusian Ooh. things are starting to make sense you're not supposed to have ever gone this deep on my star sign i may or may not have been forced are you a spy (laughs) (laughs) no Hmm. hmm we'll come back to that so your greatest overall compatibility Aries and Sagittarius. <laughs> Lucky numbers 4, 6, 13, 15, 24. Is that all? So if you want to start playing the lottery. If I pick those numbers and, uh, and I win. You're going to need one more, but. But it depends on what type of lottery, doesn't it? They don't all have six numbers. I think all ours do. The Euro Million Six, is it? I think it might be five and a bonus. I was going to say, yeah. Whereas the lotto is six and a bonus, isn't it? So, Although hot picks, I could play three lucky dips. Why would you want to do lucky dips if you want to pick your numbers? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Because I'm confident that my lucky dips are going to come out as those numbers. Because I'm a Venusian. <laughs> uh, powers. I ain't no grey poob anymore. <laughs> You've evolved. <laughs> so if we take a look at mine, shall we? Let, let's, please. Aries. <laughs> Element fire quality cardinal color red day tuesday you got a bad day there i did ruler mars yeah we all knew that greatest overall compatibility libra and leo kind of explains a lot doesn't it Mm, because i'm not a spy it it was just like written in the stars and my lucky numbers are one eight and 17 apparently what if we 
played the lottery and mixed those numbers. If we did like five lucky <laughs> Came out of all the possible combinations we could. Just played them all. We'll see if this really is lucky. <laughs> so apparently, it's because of shit like this that the world has gone to shit. I swear to God, if I die and find out you're an alien, I'm going to come back as a vengeful ghost and probe you with a fucking cactus. That's ever so slightly aggressive. I... I'm a peaceful being. <laughs> As we can see, I'm you, not. You can attack me all you like. I spread peace. If that doesn't work, I may summon a tombri. <laughs> you're going to say I may suck it. <laughs> I may s- <laughs> summon a tombri to eternally chase you down. And when you stop, just like that. What the hell is that? <laughs> what? That's a tombri. What's a tombri? Final Fantasy. The little oh, uh, the knife and yeah. the lantern. I'm there, I'm there. It's like a little green slug with limbs, really. That isn't thing it? is gonna chase you down for eternity. To be fair, I'm peaceful, but if I wasn't, I'd turn around and kick it in the face. It's not gonna do anything. My leg is longer there. I'd be able to kick it without it reaching me. I'll kick the knife out of its hand. It will eternally But I'm peaceful. Chase you. <laughs> eternally. <laughs> Until I battle it, then it would have to stand like 10 metres away, <laughs> and I'll just throw things at it. <sighs> Let's get back on track. So the Venusians were also vegetarians, apparently, and never became ill. Is that related? To eating vegetables yeah, or if being I became, Venusians? If I became a vegetarian, would I never become ill? No, you I mean, I'm not Ill. a Venusian, but... Um, you can become ill through lack of iron, an iron deficiency, that you don't... Because you won't get the iron from meat. Yeah, you got to get your you meat. Can supplement it. But there's pros and cons. Eat whatever the fuck you want. I don't care if you're a vegetarian, a meat eater, a vegan. I don't give a shit and I don't want to know. While on the craft, Thompson says that he ate some of their food, which consisted of fruits and herbs from their home planet. According to Thompson, these Venusians were very naive and childlike. They travelled in the ship, but they had no idea who built the ships, and Thompson couldn't figure out how they controlled them, but says that he was told it could fly in all directions and was capable of stopping dead mid-flight. We've seen crafts like this before, <laughs> oh, haven't just thinking we? thinking we have a couple of times, yeah. Oh, Tic Tacs. I find it interesting they're flying around in a ship, they don't know who built it. That's some trusting people. But then again, we drive cars that we don't know who built. I know that Ford built that car. Yeah, but and you I don't know, Ford know specifically is, who built that car. I know that's a car manufacturer that has factories in America, for example, and that people are trained and qualified to work in those factories. That's very different to seeing a craft on the side of the road, climbing in it and flying around and having full faith that all will be well. What is the genuine acronym for ford it was henry ford's surname no there's a bear with me when i was a mechanic we had an acronym for ford was that just something you had in your garage as a joke i think you'll find it's well known ah fuck it but henry ford named it after himself oh yeah i know it's literally just about how shit they are fix our ruddy doors no, can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so did they? They don't know who built it, 
that doesn't give you a lot of information, does it? Did they... They might have ship manufacturers. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did they go to a garage and look around? They just didn't know all the manufacturers? Or did they literally stumble on it on the side of the road? Like I said, there's not enough information to be able to make a judgment. So there. would they have then stolen it? Potentially. So potentially went for a joyride. Then I even childlike. It's a lot of people going for a joyride. <laughs> 25 kids and 20 adults. That's... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like a traveling circus wonderful or maybe where they're from ships are built by one person but sold at- or maybe there was a really prolific mechanic who died many millennia ago but he made so many of such good quality that they've all used those ships ever since but word of this fable mechanic became legend and then became forgotten about possible let's run with that <laughs> his that- name was long pube <laughs> Thompson claims that he was the first of many earthlings that would get to meet the Venusians over time, and that once humanity had seen the wisdom of the Venusian ways, then Jesus el Savior Christ would return to us in 10,000 AD. Oh, this is also quite consistent with Valiant Thor, isn't it? Because he was saying that like God was real and whatnot. This return coincides with a potential disaster known as a hypernova. According to Future Timeline, ETA Carine is among the largest, most volatile stars within our galaxy. It has constant streams of gas erupting from its surface due to its temperature being so high that it cannot maintain it. It was first noted in 1843 when it flared to a magnitude of minus 0.8, becoming the second brightest star in the night sky. It died down in the 90s, but the constant flare-ups and dimming down will continue before the inevitable. It blows up, creating a hypernova, the deadliest force in nature. For a brief period of time... Closer than Beetlejuice, the star that's... I'm the biggest in the sky and it's going to go supernova. I don't know. Because I thought that was the closest one to us. I thought you meant the film. <laughs> was that what no, the fuck you no, 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 no. Beetlejuice is a massive star. Not heard of it. That's like one of the closest to our galaxy and it's going to go supernova. Oh, that's supernova. Super supernova. This is hypernova. hypernova. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's hypernova. For a brief period of time, this explosion will outshine the galaxy and will be bright enough to be seen during the day. A bigger reason to be worried is that this will cause lethal gamma radiation to be released, which will shoot out in jets outwards. Mm -hmm. The energy will be so powerful that it will affect systems thousands of light years away, causing planets within our region of the galaxy to undergo an extinction level event. Life on our planets within our region, aliens will die. Is Jesus's return to save us all from this catastrophe? And are we doomed if we do not wise up to the Venusian ways? Can you answer that question, you spy bastard? No. It would depend upon how close the star is to the relevant planets and galaxies and the directions in which the gamma bursts are. Would it, though? But we have a magnetic field that protects us to an extent. It's not going to protect us from this. <laughs> from hypernova. Hypernova. How can you say that? You've just asked hey, me. Hey, 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 hypernova. <laughs> you 
you've asked me if it's going to protect us. You can't tell me it's not. I'm assuring you here. <laughs> you're going to be okay. You've heard it from the spy bastard himself. <laughs> so earlier I mentioned that Thompson stayed with the Venusians for 40 hours. That was quite lengthy. It did strike me. In that time, he tried to photograph the ship, but it was too light to appear in picture as anything other than a bright blob of light. He also claims he could see the Venusians whenever he liked, but couldn't tell the world everything that he learned from them. Do we know why? No. Hmm. He could have taken the photo anyway, and then we could have applied some photo editing skills to it to remove the flares and whatnot to see what was there. But at the time, you probably wouldn't think that's something that's... You'd take the photo anyway, wouldn't you, though? Surely, if you were in these circumstances, you would take a photo. You might think it's just pointless. Well, I suppose he is a Venusian, so... Like, to him, a photo of his breath winner's nothing. Is he? He said earlier on, didn't he? What? You said earlier on that he was told he was a Venusian. No, just... He... Fuck, yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because he was born at the same time. Yeah. That was... Yeah. Sorry, threw me then. Threw me in my own damn probe. You're throwing through me. <laughs> it also disturbed me that you referred to Jazzy Jeff as Jeff. You dropped the jazz. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I thought about that for several minutes. <laughs> like, who the fuck is Jeff? <laughs> and I was just like, why didn't you say Jazzy Jeff? Why? Because he wasn't Jazzy Jeff in The Fresh Prince. He was called Jazz. He always... Yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> What's going on with your memory today? Oh. It's a long day. Yesterday was a shit day. <laughs> Anything to add? Why? I asked that, didn't I? Why I couldn't tell everyone. Yeah. And who's saying that the aliens will die? Was it the Venusians saying that? No. Um, or was that when the hypernova explodes, the amount of planets that will be affected and, and remind be destroyed. Me, who told us about the hypernova? Um, it was a catastrophe, and I actually looked up mm. upcoming catastrophes. And that is mm-hmm. one of them. We'll burrow underground like moles. Mole people. Crab people. Now this is the part of the probe where we turn to science and scepticism. And just for today, possibly no science whatsoever. <laughs> so Thompson's story got little publication and I mentioned earlier of it being published in a local newspaper. Well, that newspaper got read by one Mr. Kenneth Arnold who you may remember from a previous probe. Mm -hmm. Kenneth didn't believe that this was the case, though. After he interviewed Thompson for himself, he concludes that he doesn't believe the story to be true, but he also couldn't believe that the simple-minded and poorly educated Thompson was an outright liar or was trying to fool everyone. He believes it's possible that Thompson had a psychic experience. Kenneth Arnold is gullible as shit. (laughs) Wait, you called him smart last time. (laughs) (laughs) Logical and clever. That was was a long time ago. Things have happened since then. Jerome Clark, the author of the book Unexplained, Strange Sightings, Incredible Occurrences and Puzzling Physical Phenomena and many more, also believed that Thompson had a visionary experience inspired by UFO folklore and biblical stories. So they basically think he hallucinated. So there we have it, folks. And Greybeard. Why do I not count as folk? Because you're a spy for the Venusians. Hmm. This is the encounter from Mr. Samuel Eaton Thompson. Do we believe that it really happened? Is this an alien encounter? 
<laughs> you asked that so seriously. <laughs> Gee. Why would I not ask it seriously? <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> I find it quite surprising that people think he had a vision. Why can I not just think that he's telling a porky? That is true. But they're saying he's stupid or whatever, which is potentially borderline offensive to him, but I'm going to let that pass because he's obviously lying. <laughs> so you don't but believe... Just that... because someone might have a lower level of intelligence, that doesn't mean they can't tell porkies. Yep, that is true. And their potential stupidity might enable them to think of things that a more intelligent mind might not be able to. Make them get away with the lie more often. <laughs> he can't be lying. He's too stupid to lie. No, yeah, no you're too stupid to believe. Yeah, that's, to... that's some bullshit think is lying so yeah um do you need my conclusion here yeah can you guess what it is yet it was aliens <laughs> oh no it's venusians for a start still aliens well they might have come before us and settled us here so therefore we'd be the aliens wouldn't we both be aliens to each other i've lost my point somewhere in there I think what you're getting at is this was aliens. No, <laughs> let's cut the crap. This is no way aliens. I'm not saying that this was aliens. <laughs> Samuel Eaton Thompson, you an asshole. You lied. <laughs> you lied to me. Well, I don't believe this is aliens in the slightest. For me, there's too many contradictions and outs. 80 foot wide and 30 foot tall. But no one else saw it. So our problems stemmed from the fact that we were born under multiple star signs. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> probably the biggest nonsense I've heard. All the problems in the world are because people were conceived in different months. Bonkers. Mental. They came to create goodwill, but apparently only spoke to a 70-year-old man and also told him not to speak of anything they said. This story is utter bullshit in my eyes i can't think of another word for it other than that and thank you guys for joining us for this <laughs> bullshit probe as you can tell i don't believe this is aliens in the slightest what about you Greybeard? uh want to reiterate your stance or change it samuel eaton thompson is now known as captain bullshit <laughs> of the bullshit people on island bullshit on planet bullshit in the bullshit galaxy bullshit shit of a bull sir bullshit. so i have been moonwalker and he is a venusian spy i'm sure of it stay safe and remember the truth is up there Hashtag so what have they got you spying on prick <laughs> or who who is it people of the star sign Aries not that I'm a spy right I'm leaving I'm out